Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Sexier than Goran Drogic's salt and pepper hair, it's the Hoops and Hefeweizens podcast. I'm your host, Don Denham, back from break. It's good to be back. You can find me on Twitter at Don underscore Denham. With me today, as always, is my fellow Mavs fan for life. You can find him at Reddit Mavericks. Ruben Damas, how are you, sir? I'm doing good. I've been up since 630. Uh, Watched my EPL team lose, but otherwise I'm alive. So... (laughs) Then are you even really an EPL fan? Uh, All right. (laughs) So, uh, and also joining us today, our resident hockey expert and amateur bear escape artist, Tim Beamer. How are you, sir? Doing all right. I'm watching my EPL team about three minutes away from a win against Crystal Palace and, as usual, hating teams from South Florida this weekend. (laughs) I see. I see. Yeah, it's it's a good thing to... I think all in all, that region gets the adequate amount of uh, guff. Uh, I mean, there's, so, a re- there's a reason God hates it. So. <laughs> I will say, uh, going to all the different beaches in Florida, I've been to a couple. Like, my family used to go to Destin frequently, and I've been to uh, Tampa, I've been to Orlando, I've been to Miami a couple places. And I will say, God hates Tampa. He really does. Like, there's, like those beaches are just like, hey, it looks like a beach, but it's actually just a bunch of glass shards that are shattered seashells amongst <laughs> littered amongst the entire beach like yeah. it it teases right. you with a beach but it's indeed just a fear factory pain walk waiting for you be like i hope you brought your dorky plastic shoes to the beach because otherwise you're not going to enjoy this <laughs> yeah that that whole state is dollar store california with alligators so. <laughs> <laughs> dollar store california uh it's a dollar general lee is how i would refer to it there so, you go yeah it's california right. but more racist <laughs> <laughs> which is weird i will say i've met more conservatives from uh from california than i ever thought i would um oh, san yeah, diego's yeah. a interesting spot uh anyways we won't devolve too much into that right now uh we are in the mavericks off season so it's gonna get goofy uh we've got uh, some cool dallas uh dallas adjacent sports going on of course we've got our dallas stars in the lord stanley's cup um the covid cup it is weird not seeing fans but man i we're, we're happy to see the stars doing well despite the the disappointing bullshit loss thanks to a uh a non-call like yeah yeah the ref so it's just like you know even though i don't know anything about hockey i do know that the rest fuck over dallas so i feel i'm my my condolences tim terrible terrible but we'll get we'll get to that we'll get to it yeah Yeah, we'll get to it a little bit so uh the only like the the big mavs news that's come out um there isn't really a whole lot to work with at this point but uh there was a great fan-cited article uh, written by uh, Colin Cable. Uh, We wanted to shout him out and discuss his article because of just frankly just how good it was. Uh, He opens up about uh, his battle with addiction, uh, the loss of his brother, uh, as well as seeing Luka Doncic, uh, his his rise to being just an NBA superstar has actually helped him cope with addiction. And I think what's beautiful about this article was less... Uh, the praise of Luca. It was more that uh, it, it's why we watch sports. Um, it's the world's rough, especially right now. Um, oh, yeah. I've I've certainly battled my own uh, demons with uh, depression and anxiety, uh, and thankfully haven't had a, anything to do with any sort of substance abuse uh, while doing so. Um, and sports to me has always been my escape. Um, it's always been. It's one of the few times in the news where someone can be praised for doing something good. Um, it's, it, it, 
the only reason I'm on Twitter is because of the Dallas Mavericks. And for the most part, I've met nothing but awesome Dallas Mavericks fans from it. And I've met a community of people that's fairly like-minded and positive. And I know that is not everyone's <laughs> reaction to pretty much any social media right now. Yeah. Um, no. <laughs> so, uh, so Ruben, uh, you read the article. What were your thoughts on it? Man. So <clears throat> I realized, you know, I saw that, uh, Kirk, Kirk series face tweeted it. And I was like, okay, like, let me check this out. Uh, again, I really don't like read a lot of like sports articles in general, just because I I don't know I just don't. And um, you know, I just the way that Kirk presented it, I was like, okay, I gotta read this because clearly like something's up. And I read it, and I was just like, holy shit, dude! Like I've you know I have anxiety more or less, um, you know, uh, and uh, you know I've have I've you know, done, you know, substances in the past. Like I've never, luckily never have had, had an addictive personality towards those substances, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's just one of those things where I, you know, I got to praise Colin for, you know, even thinking of writing that, you know, like I can imagine moving to, uh, I can imagine like moving to a place, you know, trying to succeed in, you know, something as hard as the music industry, um, you know, unfortunately not making it and then you know my brother or someone a loved one passing away um you know and then at the meantime all that's going on like i'm also you know uh you know addicted to uh benzos i think is what you said in the the article and um you know it's one of those things where it's just like you get you have to realize that like sports like sports a lot of times like yeah like we'll be mad about hey like Oh my God! Like Luca, why the fuck are you shooting that fucking back step three? Or like, you know, <laughs> like you know, uh, fucking Dwight Powell, like fucking you know, grab a rebound or something, you know, just like mm-hmm. stuff like that. And uh, you how know, the fuck do you call that hooking call on Jamie? Yeah, ben? yeah <laughs> you know, like, it's like it's like you know, like it's funny because like most of the time, like you gotta realize at the end of the day, like only one team like wins the big game. You know, sure. like at the end of the season, only one team is the one who comes comes victorious, and. uh you know, like, just one of those things where it's, like, it puts things in perspective for me where it's, like, it's, like, yeah, sports can be bad, like, in that sense, but they're also good in a sense where it brings people together. Like, the four people on this call, because there's four now, uh, you yeah. know. Grant uh, is lurking in the shadows. Yeah, he just the shadows. This is fun. But, you know, like, just, like, it, 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 it brings everybody together. It, you know, it can, it can heal. It can have healing properties, dude. When you see, like, a kid who is you know 20 like beating the portland trailblazers on like a you know on a last minute like a last second three like a moonshot yeah Yeah. you know it's amazing you know it's just one of those things where it's like okay cool like this happened um you know and for for a split second like that helped you know that can help somebody forget hey like this is going on this is going on like it was very important to me to have the nba come back like during covid and all that stuff like Sure. it's important you know it's important for you know because you know like for me personally like i'm working like with little kids who unfortunately are you know virus vectors <laughs> and uh <laughs> you know um you know so like watching sports like helps relieve me it helps me like not worry about anything else going on at the moment um yeah it doesn't suck whenever like again the stars lose on some bullshit call yes but at the same point like i'd much rather be worrying about that than you know, other problems I may have in my life. So, um, again, sorry, good job. Sorry, just, you know, shout to Colin. Like, I appreciate you so much for, for writing that dude. Like, um, we're all super fucking proud of you being able to, you know, um, you know, battle your demons, battle your demons and, you know, just keep living, dude. I'm so proud of you. Absolutely. Tim, did you read the article? I did. So I, uh, Ruben said a lot of it really well, especially uh, the part about how sports brings people together. I think it sounds silly that Luca is what got him through this, but I think more than that, and especially with the way uh, the relationship him, him and his brother had with the Mavericks, sure. there is a sense of community in sports to where you're not just watching the game. Even if you're watching by yourself, like getting on Twitter or doing anything, you do feel like you're a part of something bigger because there's – you can be a part of a bigger conversation and that can give you kind of that dopamine hit to replace the, uh, to replace the benzos that, you know, it's like I said, it sounds silly, but 
it is a little light at a time where this guy just needed any sort of spark to get him going for a day at a time. So, no, I mean, no question. And in that sense, it's like when you reach that point, it's man, whatever it takes to get you going, no matter how silly it sounds, if it's sports cooking, if you want to go, uh, if you want to go plant a little plant out and make sure that thing grows, just nice. The one thing that was really crazy to me is, and I guess I've researched addiction a little bit when you're chasing highs, that's bad. But when you get to the point where you have to take stuff to chase just being normal, mm-hmm. and that's what he talked about, like he needed that stuff just to have like a normal functioning day. Yeah. And so as you grow a tolerance, the more you do, like the more you need. And he was, I think the paragraph or the sentence he pointed out was like, he was taking more before noon than a doctor would prescribe in like a day or a week. Right. Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, it, kind of sucks that it it seems like it took a bit of a tragedy to really alter the course of his addiction but again like if luca can be that little light in someone's life that's awesome but the bigger conversation is sports being a community where you can just like rally around each other and find find people absolutely To, to build off of what you said i think the importance of community and the importance of connectivity um, that's what I think our society su- suffering so much now from just this, the COVID virus is that lack of connection with people. I mean, basically the only time that you get a chance to interact with people right now is with half of their face covered. Um, I, I, I realize how much I miss sports and how much I miss people. Like I never thought I would say that I'm a kind of, a, I'm a social person, but I, how do I say it? Um, I like my me time and there's so many times that I would opt to not go to a party. I would opt to not go to a thing. I would, I would not go to a show. I wouldn't go to any uh, concert for the most part, unless it was somebody I really wanted to see. Um, And I look back at that now as just completely wasted opportunities because I don't know when I'll be able to see a show again. Um, I, I seeing a low, and you know, living in Austin, that's clearly like a huge deal for us as well. But like how much I miss, a group of people collectively being excited about something. And I think that's the beauty of sports is people can be so engaged and everyone's just on the same side for once, more or less. I mean, like, you know, you're sharing that same disappointment. You're sharing that same emotion of uh, euphoria when uh, Luca hits a step back three to win a playoff game is the same as, you know, the heartbreak we all had when we saw him, you know, turn his ankle. Uh, That's, I think that's the cool part about sports is the camaraderie about it. Um, I got into it. I got into sports so I could have more stuff to talk about with my dad and consequently talk to pretty much any male stranger. (laughs) Like if I'm at a bar or whenever bars happen again, like there's so many times I could just be like, it's like, Hey, you watching the Texans or whatever. It doesn't matter what the sport is. I can just say the name of the thing. And like already it sparks a conversation and already there's that human connection, no matter how like brief or seemingly unimportant it is. It's so much a fabric of our society. And I, I appreciate it so much more now than I ever had before. And I think that article really represented the healing properties as of just fandom really, which is, yeah. which is pretty awesome. So oh, yeah. uh, again, Colin, uh, we, we spoke at length uh, how much we enjoyed the article. Um, I hope that if you guys, if you are dealing with any sort of addiction or you're just in a down spot, or if you are just having like reach out to people, you know, a lot of times people will not know that you are going through something unless you let them know. Um, we're all in our own little bubbles. Sometimes just a, a message out to someone uh, means a whole lot more than you ever could. If you have an, uh, a relative you haven't talked to in a while and you touch base, just a simple, hey, been thinking about you goes a long way. Uh, but if you are, I'm sorry, uh, I trailed off there. But if you are going through some sort of addiction, like seek help. Uh, but also read this article. It's it, it's amazing how many different things you, uh, that will resonate with you, and I think ultimately help you get through a hard time. Uh, because if there's one thing that we could all use right now, uh, is a little help through a hard time. So, uh, speaking of hard times, uh, let's let's talk hockey. It's uh, <laughs> an awful. Segment. Oh boy, that was. Uh, <laughs> oh Jesus, we're so sorry, Colin. You Colin, Colin, you deserve better than my dorky. 
uh, reappropriation of words. As sports keep coming back, so does your chance to bet on them with our exclusive wagering partner, BetOnline.ag. MLB is back, the NBA is back, you know, they're both in full swing, and there's no shortage of ways to get in on the action. BetOnline has all the odds, futures, and props for you to bet on. Visit BetOnline today to check out all the odds and up-to-date sports news. Don't forget to sign up and take advantage of all the welcome back to sports bonuses. BetOnline, your wagering experts. We're doing a new segment here. It's called Pucks and Porters. Um, we'll find some sort of theme song for it eventually. Um, we're all missing teeth and we're all wanting to talk some puck. So I am a hockey illiterate. Um, I understand that you need to put the puck in the goal, uh, but I have some basic questions for Tim, who actually knows hockey, has played hockey. He is uh, in the Plano East Hall of Fame for hockey. Am I misquoting? Hey, hey, hey. Hey, no, okay, perfect, okay. I, oh, I, I forgot I about that. I yeah. forget this all the time that we have a guy on our fucking podcast who was in the Hall of Fame somewhere. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, absolutely. I would have gone to Plano East had I not moved around. Um, so that's like me saying, hey, we went to different schools together. Anyways, so. I, I drove I drove by it today because I'm actually back home to watch oh, these games. So. Well, well, welcome back, man. So, uh, okay, I have a basic question. Um, what makes a hockey player good or, or is there like, I, like what's the tiers like, how yeah, do you like is there like a tier because that's the thing is that I, I realize they can all skate very fast I know they can all handle the puck fairly well and like maybe it's just like the 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 speed of the game where I'm just like I don't see why that guy made that shot happen better or is it just kind of more of like who has the better reaction maybe you can help explain this for me like what makes one hockey player better than the other hockey player so a lot like basketball or any other sport, it's just levels to each individual trait. Like, mm-hmm. so skating, uh, we'll get, we'll get, to, let's start with skating before we talk uh, puck skills, but like, sure. So the guy, the 25th man on every single roster or even your AHL or even junior hockey player could show up to a pickup game at one of these star centers around the Metroplex and look like the LeBron James of their rink. Sure. So it's just, okay. Like, even if skate. you just played, even if you just played D one, you're going to look ridiculously good compared to like rec league players around the Metroplex. So once you get to this level where you're at in the pros, um, it looks like everyone can skate, but there's certain just cuts and just like these all these little fast twitches that you do on your feet. It's basically you get to the point where skates feel as comfortable if not more comfortable than feet to you and you're better at reacting on skates than you would be like just walking around and so the best players just have this insane ability to stop start and especially on ice once you commit to go in a certain direction it's really hard to recover from that quickly so Mm -hmm. the best players just have the quickest recovery times to be able to go any direction at any single moment um and then it's it's a lot of leg workouts. It's power skating. The, it, the term power skating gets thrown around a lot, but it's uh, it's basically having horse thighs and just using that lower body and core strength to just start flying. Um, Makes me think I would be a good hockey player because, like, I am I am just I'm five foot six in all quads. Like, I am quadzilla. I have I can flip a car if I wanted to, um, but I've never put it's, on uh, ice skates. <laughs> It's the at five six. It's probably the sport where you had the best chance. I was playing, I think, <laughs> You're not since wrong. We're, since we're playing Tampa Bay, I think the best player in their franchise's history is a guy named Marcin Saint Louis, and I want to say he wasn't much taller than five six or five seven. He's probably their. I don't have it in front of me right now, but he's like their franchise's all time leading scorer. I think behind Stamkos, who is in this series, but oh, had uh, a how, how had much, a Willis how, Reed moment. <laughs> it's hurt right now again. Sure. Uh, how many inches does the skate give you? Because now, now I'm heavily considering it. How much taller would it make me? Five eight. Uh, yeah. Okay. Perfect. Ideal height. Cool. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> it gets me to uh, to national so, average. I'll take it. <laughs> always. It puts me. It puts me over six feet. So always, when you're uh, making your Tinder and Bumble profiles, make sure that you put your height with skates. <laughs> God, you're so I'm sorry, I derailed uh, your thought. So, okay, so power skating, finesse skating. So basically, a guy's ability to maneuver on ice ultimately is what probably differentiates him from being a defender type to like a offensive, like forward type, correct? 
Yeah, and defenders can have like insane puck skills too. I sure. the Stars have a defenseman John Klingberg who I've tweeted right. out before. If there was ever an and one hockey crossover, he'd be the candidate for the Stars because some of the stuff he does. They, you use the term; it looks like the puck is on a string, and it right. basically, it literally means it looks like you have a string from your stick to the puck, and you're just doing whatever you want with it. It's like magnetism. Sure. But, is it, is um, that what is that but, what a dirty fucking dangle is? That is indeed a dirty fucking dangles, boys. Yes! <laughs> Verda. Um, so, yeah, you <laughs> just dangle is basically you hold it out like a little carrot and make the defender commit to it, and then you – it's almost like a Euro step, you know? You show them the ball and you pull it back in. That's pretty much what a dangle is. That is awesome. Yeah, puck, <laughs> puck skills like that, once you, once you get the skating part down, the puck skills, it's all repetitions. It's when you're not on the ice. It's putting a puck on your kitchen floor when you're a kid growing up and just – basically stick handling around the house and that's just all time and repetition some guys will have it more naturally than others but uh-huh. reps 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 makes perfect sense awesome ruben do you have any hockey questions for our hockey expert none i just like it when they put the puck in the goal that's my favorite part it is a good thing i don't know what it is <laughs> about the the magic of the puck but every time it goes into the net it just screams like a bullhorn i it's amazing like this like this <laughs> How do they get the puck to do that, Tim? Uh, so, like, shooting in hockey, it's it's weird because it almost looks like a golf swing most of the time to where, like, sure. your stick is almost, like, even with the ice and you're trying so to happy, So happy Gilmore off. was actually pretty accurate then, huh? Well, not really because oh, what, what you don't see in a lot of these shots, especially uh, if they don't show you, like, a super slow-mo replay, is just how much – so those sticks seem like they're completely straight all the time. But right. the power shooters will use their weight to lean on the stick on the ice as they're following through. And you'll see the flex of the stick. It looks like – it's not like completely U-shaped, but it'll almost look like a rainbow sometimes of just how much that thing flexes. And then once your weight is off it, then you make contact with the puck. And they call this you know, 90 flex, 85 flex, whatever, depending on the stick you have. But just the way that when it does snap straight, when the puck is on it, that's where, like, a lot of that power is generated. So the uh, the goal that Dennis Gurionov scored against Vegas to send us to the Stanley Cup finals mm-hmm. was 111 miles an hour. Holy Jeez, hell. Fucking Christ. <laughs> what the it's fuck? That's, sl- the that's NHL... slightly slower than a bullet. <laughs> yeah. At the NHL skills competition every year, 105 wins your hardest shot competition. Now, holy, holy shit, dude. So, so there's different factors. The puck was moving when it hit him, and he was moving with it. So that obviously helps generate speed. But just to let you know that, like, some of these guys get it in their wheelhouse and just snap it back out, and you wonder how goalies ever see the puck. I yeah yeah, um, dude. Yes. And, then, <laughs> and then another thing, if you notice, especially Joe Pavelski, these playoffs or a few of the other goals they've scored. Sure, it's he, kind of throw it soft at the net or don't take your hardest shot but get it to a point where your guy in front of the net and there was one last night that uh Braden Point scored for the lightning where it was popped up in the air and it's all hand-eye coordination but just to be able to read yeah, a puck he spiked it like your... a volleyball yeah so that was one <laughs> example but so mostly just those little deflections in front of the net that it looks like it just went off somebody and it's a total accident these guys over and over again and we'll do it in practice a hundred times and be able to deflect it into the net like 90 if it's an open net no one guarding him but it's just insane the hand-eye skills they have to be able to just put their stick out and just boop just hit it in any tiny little direction they want to beat a goalie and once it changes directions that fast the goalie's got no fucking chance fantastic well uh everyone give a round of applause to tim uh a, a, yes. ho- a hockey genius amongst two hockey idiots. Uh, he showed patience and poise uh, and explaining what a dirty fucking dangle is, boys. Um, I did and, not uh, mean for that to, to rhyme, but thank you, Tim. I actually understand hockey better. You're welcome. And hopefully by the time we post this, the star season is not over and they have a game on Monday. Oh night. God, I please. Oh no, it, it'll be posted today. We'll be, we'll be, we'll be. Yeah, we're doing yeah. We'll yeah. Do <laughs> we're, we're not going home. <laughs> <laughs> 
Fantastic. That was our Pucks and Porters segment. Speaking of Porters, uh, I was watching the Stanley Cup game last night, and I was drinking a vanilla porter by Breckenridge so Brewery. Good. It was delicious. It was super, super good. I think they're out of Colorado. Um, I okay. would highly recommend that. So we're, we're you know, doing the little check mark of our beer uh side of this podcast <laughs> even yeah. though we've gone different sports uh we'll still stick consistent with beer. with that part at least <laughs> yes exactly hey guys just a reminder that if you're looking to bet online look no further than betonline.ag today check out all the odds and up-to-date sports news don't forget to sign up and take advantage of all those welcome back to sports bonuses trust me your wallet and your bankroll will thank you uh bet online your online wagering experts 2020 has been the year of things happening that are completely out of your control. But there is one thing you can control, and that's shaving your bush. Our sponsors at Manscaped are here to remind you to do so. They have the Lawnmower 3.0, which is a premium electric trimmer that also is waterproof and comes with an LED light so you can manscape in the shower or in the dark or in the dark shower for you weirdos that are doing such a thing. They also offer the Shears 2.0, which is a luxury four-piece nail kit. It features a tempered stainless steel tools, and it includes tweezers, scissors, clippers. Well, we don't like the clippers too much right now, but also a medium grit nail file. Listeners of the show will get 20% off and free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. It's time to grab 2020 by the horns by shaving that front trunk. You want to get into questions? Let's get into questions. <laughs> All right, let's do it. All right. Oh, shit. So first one comes from our good friend, Grace. Yay. who I think right now is in Chicago, um, which is fun for her, good for her. Um, so she's asking, who do you got winning this WNBA playoff round? Uh, Storm versus Lynx and Aces versus Suns. Also, hi, I miss the regular squad. How are y'all? Heart emoji. Please, the heart is part of the question. Must be read. Thank you. Good job reading the heart. And I read the heart. Fulfilling <laughs> our good friend Grace's wishes. Very good. Okay, so... I was looking at, because I've been watching a little bit of it, not too much, but because there's other stuff going on, stuff I've worked stuff. Um, so I have the Storm winning this round just because they're already up 2-0. Like, mm. you know, like, I don't know, like, historically, like, what the amount of times, like, teams have come back from 2-0 in the WNBA. Mm-hmm. Um, but normally a 2-0 lead is, you know, it's uh, it's kind of insurmountable. Um, sure. And then, again, I think with the with – the, uh, I think with um, the Connecticut Sun and the Aces, uh, I like the Aces a lot, actually. But um, even though, uh, you know, I like the Aces a lot, but I got to give it to the Sun. I think the Suns are going to take it, man. Like, I, I just, so. you know, yeah, I just, you know. I just, is Tarasi on the Sun? No. No, Tarasi is on the Phoenix. Uh, Phoenix, yes. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. I was so, the Mercury. The Mercury. Yeah. Thank you. Yep. So, yeah, I just, so I, that's why I got advancing in a. It's going to be a good one. I think it'll be a good series, though. So, yeah. I have unfortunately been behind on WNBA, so I, I'm going to politely uh, defer, uh, but I will say that I'm doing really well. I had a very nice break. Thank you for asking, Grace. Heart emoji right back at you. It will be fun to see the league MVP, Wilson, playing for Vegas. And by the way, just Las Vegas Aces, one of the coolest fucking names in all of those really sports. Cool. So funny thing, on NBA 2K, I like making my own franchises or whatever. I'm like, and I was like, you can create, you know, the full franchise, the branding, everything. I'm like, the Aces, cool. I was so, I hadn't followed WNBA. I was like, these logos are awesome. Whoever made this is really spot on like oh it's a WNBA team this is perfect branding yes this is exactly <laughs> this should be an NBA team <laughs> so that, think, so it is since yeah. I'm biased towards hockey I think they should do the uh do what the NHL team did kind of social network style drop the loss just Vegas just <laughs> yeah Vegas yeah. aces Vegas aces yeah just yeah I also think People, the, Gol- the Golden Knights doesn't make a lot of sense to me I think it should be just the Knights because I think Las Vegas Knights is a very clever play yeah. on word like we all remember those vegas nights like that's that's you can do that but like the throwing in the golden just feels like you're putting a hat on a hat you know what i mean yeah and it's so weird they're sensitive too do not call them the las vegas golden knights it's the vegas golden knights they, really? they they're a they're huh. a touchy fan base that's they're they're brand new fan base aren't they Fuck uh, them. like extremely new <laughs> 
Oh, but hey, Tampa, Tampa Bay's been around a while, and their fans suck, so longevity doesn't really mean anything. So I'm submitting this. They, they, in... can, they can Vander Chuck themselves. <laughs> yes, they can. So, oh. I'm sending, so I'm sending a link in the I'm sending a link in the chat. But so I'll, oh god, that link looks terrible. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so I'll try sending you guys a link. But whoa, so, yeah, I know. So <laughs> what so, the hell? <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm trying again. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying. No, 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 no. I, I, I got it. I'm, I'm. Oh, did it? Oh, okay. Yeah, it, it came through correctly. I'm, oh, I'm reacting okay. merely to what you sent. Okay, so in soccer in the U.S., there's a second level called the USL. Right. And Vegas has a team, right? And their team name is the Las Vegas Las Vegas Lights FC, which is like okay. the longest fucking name ever. And just like their logo <laughs> is like all like. It's like super like vibrant and stuff like that. And I'm like, that's the neon color. Yeah, that sounds like fucking Vegas. Yeah. So it was like, but it's like, they're just so fucking like bright and flashy. And I, I don't know. I just think that with soccer specifically, they get a little too. I think you got to go either logos or you got to just admit that you're just football club like FC Dallas. Okay, that's fine. That's you, you've got it done. It shouldn't be like the FC Dallas bullhorn. Whatever. Or, or, yeah, yeah, well, Bull, Longhorn, Cowboy. It's like, no, it's like, just, just say FC Dallas. Or if you're going to go, like, the New York Red Bulls, that makes sense. That's like you're, Or it's not like Manchester United, whatever, and it's like, but they're also the Red Devils or whatever the hell they are. Um, like, I was like, you should go with name or mascot. Yeah. Pick one. <laughs> like, I, I don't understand why it's just like, oh, we need to do this, like, fc thing and then we'll also throw in a nickname under it like i don't know i I always get confused with that when it comes to soccer specifically but anyways thank you grace for the question thank you we got we all topic on that one but it's because we haven't seen each other in a couple weeks it seems like eh. too long so so let's see next one goes next one is from (laughs) rutuj my dude he has two and they're great they interchange a little bit (laughs) okay which antiviral mechanism of action do do you think will be the most effective against the coronavirus? <laughs> speaking right. of vi- speaking coming of- up next on things we're completely underqualified I, to talk about. I know. Okay. Speaking of viruses, do you think the Mavs should try to would ever entertain the idea of signing Marcus Morris? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so first question. Um Bro, like we just got a social distance to stay the fuck home. Like obviously that's that's not happening here in the states. I don't know about where you're at, Rutuch, but yeah, it's not. And uh, well, we have like half of the goddamn country just doesn't believe science does things. So it's like second, second wave's coming, bro. Well, <laughs> so. well, well, the CDC guy even said like, hey, this is the time that we might have the vaccination. But he's like, but he made a deliberate point. Like if everyone just wore masks, this would be gone in weeks. But yeah, instead, but- like. He would say it's even more effective than a vaccination. And you know what? I'm going to listen to the guy that dedicated more of his life to that than me. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. going to believe I, an expert. I'm so sorry. I think, like, I think this is why the Second Amendment exists, so we can just shoot the virus. <laughs> <laughs> Have we tried killing the virus with our guns? Great question, Tim. Okay. Uh, about the second part of that question, though. Have uh, we tried nuking the virus? Stop. <laughs> That's that, so bullet, creepy, that bullet wound... That bullet wound was a pre-existing condition. He didn't die from COVID. <laughs> oh, okay. So second question, motherfuckers. <laughs> um, ever entertain the idea of signing Marcus Morris? Absolutely not. No. Yeah. No. Uh, I, I don't want to see a single Marcus twin, Morris twin. Or Mori, the Mori. Yeah. Sign him. I'm going to go reverse. Sign him to a lifetime contract, but only let him play in Frisco. <laughs> Send him to NBA Siberia, also known yes. as the G League. <laughs> That's great. Okay. Okay. Next question comes from James Grambo. He has gotten so like not problematic with these questions, and I don't know what the fuck is going on with him. I, is, I, is, if every, is everything okay, James? <laughs> I might check up on him later. <laughs> Quarantine changes the man. I know. <laughs> What's one rumor, true or false, you'd want to spread about yourself? Oh, let's see. Uh, I can go first. We'll go see. ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah, I can't. I'm sorry. This is completely caught me off guard. Okay, so uh, a rumor that I would spread about myself is that I actually have tons of money, um, paid off house already, even though I'm not even thirty yet. Um, you know, no real like issues at home or anything like that. 
<laughs> um, you know, can live comfortably, you know, able to help my family, stuff like that. Just a very like, just like I'm doing a little bit better than I actually am, you know, like right then and there. I have actually have like, actually have 12 pairs of Jordans and not like five of those. So, you know, just like shit like that. <laughs> just like, just slightly off the truth. <laughs> um, yeah, you have the you have the Jesus wall behind you while you're sitting here recording. Oh, uh, dude, I, <laughs> I, I, you know I wanted to buy the fucking uh, if we ever did like you know decide to post these recordings, like I would absolutely have like a fucking fake wall in the back, just like the the brand the band Jordans are there, the fucking like the tw- all of them like just like. So you're saying them. you would build a wall? I would build a wall, <laughs> just, <laughs> just for me. For, Let's see a, a rumor that I don't know. I think the ru- uh, the most effective rumor is someone just being like, "Do you think I killed a guy?" Just like, yeah, dude, I wouldn't mess with. It. I think he killed a guy. Like that. That's the rumor I want spread about me. Like, it's a rumor. You know, can't be charged on it, but yeah, there could probably be an investigation. But that's what I would want, Tim. I would spread the one uh, that the uh, step back I took from the free throw line after the Spurs game was actually from half court, and then it went in. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. Tim did a step back half point shot. Bro, we were all there too. Tickled like the twine. We we all have yeah. a picture. We have a picture together, and I didn't yes, we realize do. it. Yes, bro. <laughs> it's all it's on your Instagram. Dude. It's on I my like, Instagram. It's on like, yours oh, yeah. and Squishes, bro. I was like, oh yeah, yeah, that was there. I forgot about that. Uh, good days. Can't wait till we all come be about together again. God damn it. I'm looking forward to 2023, just like you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Next question comes from Sammy. Sammy asks, "Have you ever thought about why the sky is actually blue?" I have. I've done that quite a bit. Uh, it's it's the reflection of the ocean. <laughs> Fuck off. Is it really? Yeah, it's fucking light. It's like most is of that our really what it's, is? it's most of our earth is water. Fucking, oh, I don't want to look this up right now, dude. I'm not high enough. I, I've like... I have heard this once and it seemed like the best answer, so I'm just sticking with it. So Fine, whatever it, the it, fuck. Yeah, like... But I'm almost certain that it's like, yeah, it's a reflection of like, I think some of the ozone, isn't it? I don't know, dude. I have it's like a reflection of the most of our planet. Just Sammy, in... I'm literally about to go like smoke a bowl and go figure this out later. Yeah, so you know, like I don't, I don't know enough to correct him. So I, have no yeah, idea. it's like I, I said that bullshit with such confidence. Exactly. You guys just believed that I knew science. <laughs> oh, we have another science question coming up later, dude. So, oh, I, I, I know know. it. I know it. Yeah, They're just fucking, like, all right, let's yeah. see, let's hear these guys like brains <laughs> steam. <laughs> okay, let's see. Next question comes from Sean. Sean asks. What is your biggest, most ridiculous trade that you can come up with that isn't wildly uneven? God damn it, Grant. Why do you have to be off today? B- biggest what? The biggest, most ridiculous trade that you can come trade. up with. Oh. But that, but that isn't wildly uneven. So, like, no, like, Giannis for fucking, you know. Uh, as soon as it turns into a three-team trade, you might as well be splitting an atom because I don't understand how <laughs> any of that works. We're like, all right, well – it's it's kind of like so when I worked at a bank, there would be times that where my drawer was short, like three hundred dollars, something like that. You know, I was tra- you know uh, doing thousands and thousands of transactions a, a day, and then like, but it's like, no, it's okay. The person next to you is three hundred over, so it's fine. And I'm like, I don't. How? We never <laughs> talked. I don't see yeah. how that worked, but okay. And it's just like I just went about my merry day and just figured it out. It was fine. But like, that's when it comes to three or four team trades were like, okay, so you get Chris Paul, you get Cat, you get like nine role players, and this team gets second round picks or something, something and crazy, cash yeah. considerations. And it's like, okay, I don't know how any of that worked, but I'm, it happens. Yeah. Like, yeah, whenever there's more than, like, I understand trades, maybe up to three, if they like need a, yeah. partner to make the money work but once it gets to four it's like ah i don't fucking know yeah yeah i don't know <laughs> tim, tim you got anything yeah this is definitely a grand question i don't know enough about the nba salary cap to make like a five team deal work yeah you know what you know what sean actually you know what? i think we'll probably postpone this one for next week if that's okay yeah grant, grant, well, is, every grant time- is our trade machine turbo tax so like he understands it better than me. <laughs> 
every time I play with the uh, trade simulator or whatever on ESPN, I yeah. do try to make it as like as lopsided as possible. So I don't know how to answer this because every <laughs> trade I've ever done on there, we somehow give away Justin Jackson and get Giannis, LeBron, and you know everyone on this team. We apologize, <laughs> Sean. We'll get we'll, we'll do better next time. I promise you. <laughs> I'm not making that guarantee, Sean. I think it's going to be equally as haphazard and probably thrown together. <laughs> All, right, let's, let's, all right, let's go to the next question. Next question. Uh, Jennifer asks, too. That's nice. Okay. Jennifer asks, what is your favorite food? Mm. Um, so my favorite food is uh, Japanese uh, fried rice. Ooh. I, can eat that for, I can eat that forever. What makes Japanese fried rice different than, like, your typical, like, Americanized Chinese fried rice? So, like, so, like, it depends. Like, so, like. I've noticed that they use like butter. Okay. Like butter and they use like sesame seeds and stuff like that. And um, they usually pair it with like ginger and stuff like that. So it's always just, it's always just like a little bit more of a kick. Right. You know, more of a flavor kick, not like a spicy kick, but like a flavor kick. Right. So I've always heard of that. Um, what are you guys, what are you guys favorite foods? I'm hungry. I'm thinking about it right now. <laughs> Tim, I'll let you go. I'll let you go first. Second. I'm I'm a basic bitch, so I just tacos because it's so versatile and there's just so sure, much okay. you can do with it. Yeah. Especially living in California now, like there's just so many damn street tacos everywhere and they're all amazing. Oh, they're yeah. the best, dude. Like the ones like any place that just says tacos or actually any restaurant that just says exactly what it's serving, you know it's the best version of that ever. If it's like in a strip mall and it just says burgers, you're gonna be down for a damn good burger. <laughs> Yeah, um, I made sure I made sure to make my gas stop driving in from El Paso last night, which was the second leg of the drive from California. I made sure to make my last gas stop uh, Fuel City. There you nice. go. There we yesterday. go. Yeah, good choice. Nice, very good. Uh, I I'm a little bit more bougie. I love Thai and Indian food. Those are like usually okay. those will never not sound good. But like anytime I'm on like a health kick and I'm cooking for myself, the thing that always ruins it is like damn a philly cheesesteak sounds great so like <laughs> it's like my what like i that yeah. that always gets me there's something about philly cheesesteaks loaded up it's the way to go uh, let's see next uh her uh, second question is uh do you think the rest of the league is wanting tampa to be dallas this is for tim <laughs> uh i think a lot of people think this tampa team is due and would like because they they've been this current iteration of the Tampa roster, they haven't won a cup since 04 and the guys on the team now have like had some pretty epic playoff collapses. So I want to say it would, it would almost be like the Clippers organization winning one, but like if the players weren't all assholes, I mean, they have Patrick Maroon and he's a dick and I don't really like Paquette, but I mean, I think a lot of the league is rooting for these guys to like finally get over the hump. And then there's a lot of people in the league that like, hate Corey Perry so they don't want to see him win one for the stars but the stars are like the plucky underdog story and I think uh what was the star seed the, going into the, the playoffs so they dropped to four okay I believe no 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 three so they were the three six against uh Calgary so got it um yeah but they were so more importantly than the seed they were playing terribly going into the playoffs everyone picked Calgary to win in like five or six games in round one Serge is not supposed to be here. They're playing with their backup goalie, Anton Hudobin, who is hockey Boban. And <laughs> I mean, the stars are like the feel good underdog story. Tampa's like, the, okay, these guys can finally get over the hump story. I mean, maybe even like the Mavs in 2011, but um, Tampa's insanely talented. They've been a heavy favorite all series. And yeah, I think a lot of the hockey world's just mad that it's a Texas team and a Florida team duking it out up in Edmonton for a Stanley Cup. Yeah, that's fucking weird. Yeah. The entire, imagine saying that sentence like a year ago. <laughs> yeah. How's this happening? Yeah. <laughs> so they're, just, they're just big mad up in Canada that it's those two teams. But, hey, they get to have free health care, so who's the real winner there? Right. Fuck. Goddamn. Okay. Next question comes from Chris Lopez. Chris, I love Chris, man. Chris is awesome. Sweet dude. Um, Halloween will be here before we know it. So what costumes do y'all think each Mavs player will be this year? I'm going to say Bobon will be Lurch and say you rang a mm. lot. Yeah, I think I think that's a, that's a walk-in, bro. I, yeah. yeah, I think that's a, that's pretty damn solid. He's got to be Lurch. Uh, 
Justin Jackson's gonna be the troll face meme. <laughs> so fucking mean. You're such an asshole. He looks <laughs> just like it. He no, looks... he's he looks like the kid from Coraline, dude. He's gonna be the kid from Coraline. Why <laughs> <laughs> be? Why be, bro? That's, that's what he's gonna be. He's gonna be the kid from Coraline. Uh, um, let's see, Luca. What would Luca be, man? I don't even know. Jordan. Luca. Luca and JJ should be Doctor Evil and Mini Me. Yes. <laughs> yes. Fuck yeah, that's a good answer. All right. Uh, Chris Up should be Groot. Chris Up's being yeah. Groot. That would work. I, like, I would I say like him. Boban could be a Groot as well. I think or, those are or two. Chris Ups could be a, a Drago. Yeah, that's that's a given. Yeah, Drago. Uh, I would give a. I don't know what the fuck I would have. Um, uh, Tim has to be something. Tim, Tim Hardaway has to be something cool. Tim Hardaway, like, what's a cool ass dude? What the? What would he be? I don't even know. Like something from the Fast and Furious movies, or maybe like maybe like yeah, Fast and Furious. I was thinking Fast and Furious, like Miami Vice or something. Like he does like, love going to Miami. Yeah, exactly. Well, he lives there. I, I will yeah, say yeah. he's got the cleanest beard I've ever seen. Ever, like, yeah, so like it's it's not just that it's like well kept. It's just like it looks it looks like how Carlos Boozer. Th- wished his hair looked yes yes it's it looks painted out it's just like the most it's so great it's so immaculate so much better than james harden's beard james harden's beard is always just kind of a little it looks a little gross like it's always a little disheveled yeah and like i don't know tim hardaway tim hardaway has the better beard hardaway over harden (laughs) i don't know i just don't know what kind of i almost like tomorrow would be too cool for a halloween you know like Mm. He'd like him over it, you know. I, I think know. Seth Curry Maybe. should be his, his should be Steph. <laughs> Steph should go with Steph, just wear his jersey, and do the whole uh, the the fucking mouth guard thing all yeah. the time, just walk around. Uh, who else, man? I'm trying to think who else could be. Tim Hardaway could be a good killmonger. He's kind of got that attitude. Okay, Ooh. yeah. Oh, that's a good okay. one. Good call. That's good a call. good one. All right, let's see. Uh, who else? Who else we have on our team at the moment? I'm trying to think who else. Maxi goes Dirk. Max, you can just go with Dirk, yeah. <laughs> go, with, go with Dirk, just do the little no, one-legged fade. <laughs> Who else? I can't, give, I can't, I can't even think of our players at the yeah. moment. Go. Dwight. Oh, Dwight's Dwight do- be- Dr. Satan. Dr. Satan? <laughs> yeah. That's, that's a layup. That's a good one. All right, let's, let's move on. That's a, we've, oh, we've and Rick, about Rick, has got, Rick has got to be Ace Ventura. Yes, yeah, Ace, Ven- <laughs> Ace Ventura or uh, The Mask. Did you see yeah. that there was some company like like Halloween party and Rick showed up with a t-shirt that just said Jim yes. Carrey dressed as Rick Carlisle? Yes. That was like <laughs> lazy. 2014, <laughs> It's so good. Uh, let's see. Next question goes is from uh, Mavs Network. Okay. He asks, what's your all-time discontinued or limited edition fast food item? Hmm. Um, I would say like half the things on the Taco Bell uh, uh, roster because uh, they're deleting like half of it. So we're getting close. Uh, we're getting close to the last day of the Mexican pizza at Taco Bell. I'll say the yeah. spicy tostada there. The spicy tostada at Taco Bell because that ended in August. Yeah, that's uh, true. It did. That's right. I don't know. I think McRib is always like a holiday for me. Like, <laughs> like it's just like it's back. It's like the Shamrock Shake. Like, just, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we got some good, qu- some good answers. Was uh the chili cheese burrito? Kirk said that. Okay. And then yeah, so yeah, I think that's a good. It's a, it's a pretty good option. Um. Oh, next Ooh. question. Oh, I miss him? I miss the A one thick and hearty at Waterbury. Oh no. yes, oh, that's an all timer. Yes. All timer. That's yeah. a good yeah. Good call. Oh uh, damn, I'm hungry. It's almost lunchtime. Okay. Um, Charles asks, if you could hack one NBA player's Twitter account, who would it be, and what would your first tweet be? Um, I would pick Dwayne Wade, and I would tweet, absolutely, we fucking cheated in 2006, and that's it. <laughs> like, I would, yeah, then, I, I would tweet- hashtag MAGA. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's too good. Let's see. Uh, I would tweet uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich's account and just say, no, I'm the other one. Uh, that's a good one. Bogey and Bo- Boji. <laughs> I'd do something like that with like Malcolm Brogdon and just say, I'm not Chris Middleton, goddammit. <laughs> Quit adding me. 
Yeah. Let me try to think of one that's not Dwayne Wade or any 2006 adjacent at all. Uh, uh, I, w- I would pick Kadeem like I'm signing with Mavericks. Shaden. <laughs> Something like that. Something stupid like that. I like how Steph James... and be like Steph and be like I'm the second best basketball player. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah, that'd be fucking good. <laughs> I wish All I right. could shoot like my brother. <laughs> All right, next question is from John. <laughs> this question is from John. He says, "Assuming your favorite NFL slash NBA team has been eliminated from the playoffs, mm-hmm. who do you root for, and what's your rational rational?" Rationalization uh, for doing so. Um, for example, when the Cowboys are out, I root for KC because their connection to Dallas. Um, hmm. That's I get, a good one. Let's see. Uh, I think I've got some ado- I've got some adopted hometowns. Like Detroit yeah. is an adopted hometown for me, mm-hmm. um, as well as a lot of things from Tennessee. I've got a lot of family in Tennessee, and so I have uh, my 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 NFL fandom is obviously Dallas Cowboys, but I'm also a big Tennessee Titans fan like I've got some good buddies of mine that are super just huge Titans fans so that's my AFC allegiance um as far as NBA goes like obviously I'm Mavs all the way but then at that point like I'm just picking and choosing who is the just the better which team do I enjoy watching more and I will say like I'm satisfied with whoever comes out of the east because I like that Boston team I think they're fun I think they're plucky they're weird but like and also I love the Miami Heat because Butler is an insane person and I I love that his weird like his reality is not ours in a great way like where he's just like finally I get to play in the finals with LeBron we can finally decide who's the best player ever. I'm like, that was never a conversation, Jimmy. <laughs> but you know what? I know you think that, so I love you for it. So, I mean, and on that point, if a guy goes from living on his own out of a car, basically being homeless in high school, to like right. a top 15 or 20 player in the NBA, you can think you're the best athlete in the world because it takes oh, yeah, insane bro. confidence. Oh, yeah. No, he's one of the uh, max players. Like, I will t- – let me put it this way. I'm glad that he's making the money he's making versus Paul George. Cause like at the very least, if you're not getting the like superstar productivity, which you are out of Jimmy Butler, but like at the very least, I want the guy that's getting hotel calls because this dude's doing deadlifts at 5 AM and is being too noisy. Like that's the guy I want rather than like the guy that just in press conferences just continues to shit on his own teammates or like make speeches that doesn't land in the locker room because everyone thinks he's just a fake piece of shit. Like, uh, I love the athletic. I love that article. <laughs> yeah. Minnesota, like, Minnesota, Minnesota and Philly are looking really stupid right now. Cause it seems like the only reason they got rid of Jimmy is because he was too real and told people to stop being bitches. Yes. Yeah. Carl Anthony Towns is an Elliot Smith song right now because of like what Jimmy Butler did to him. Like Andrew Wiggins just never like he's never enjoyed basketball since Jimmy went over there and smacked his. Oh my God. I, I love that. He based like as much as it's like, Hey, you're just kind of being a dick seeing what he's doing in Miami. I'm just like, okay, I see he's just been in the wrong culture for three teams until now. Like, this is great. Joel Embiid, Joel Embiid has to figure out which crying emoji to tweet every time I wins a game now. God damn it. What, yeah, which crying gif is most appropriate. Yeah. So, so, Tim, how do you choose? <laughs> NBA, whatever, NHL, whatever. Honestly, I go with, like, what city have I had, like, the coolest experience in. So, like, okay. for, for the NFL, Kansas City's always been up there because I grew up going to a bunch of those games uh always had family like in the midwest and it's the closest stadium from nebraska where i went to college so even before they were insanely good with Mahomes, so I you've been a part of the red sea oh yeah arrowhead stadium dude it's yeah. a blast it's awesome. so much fun um and then the Mahomes and dallas connection just makes it yeah. that much cooler that he trains at apec that he goes to mavs games and nfl Luka met Dirk and met yeah, yeah met Dirk, <laughs> met luca so that's all cool uh Travis Kelsey's also just some people think he's a douchebag. I think bro, he's so hilarious. Dude, he's so funny. Zeus bag. But yeah, I rooted for the Rams for a while because I knew knew the knew the kicker and got free tickets. So I was like, this is cool and going to the Coliseum. Yeah, tell everybody who you know. Really cool. Tell everyone who you know. Young Jeezy, your hero, Cowboys fans. I have a my best friend. 
you know Mega Legatron? I do. And uh, he's been he's been practicing that onside kick since uh, since the LA days, the watermelon that's, kick. That's insane. And they're like they're Johnny, friends, bro. <laughs> yeah. If you're wondering why why we're trying so many fake punts, it's because Coach Bones, uh, the new special teams coordinator, uh, used to have a guy out in LA named Johnny Hecker, the punter, who is honestly almost as good at, as Jared Goff at throwing the ball. <laughs> Now he's, he's figuring out that Chris Jones can't throw a pass, and he's like, maybe I should try, stop trying these fake punts. But he bailed himself out with that onside kick also. No kidding. Uh, oh, my God. Well, he, Greg is my, my current uh, fantasy coach. I know. So I'm very, very, very pleased with that. Uh, let's see. Uh, going back to the question, uh, when it comes to NFL, uh, I'm not a huge NFL guy, so it's whatever. Like, I just – if the Cowboys are out, I just whoever is going against our NFC East people. Uh, you know, it's pretty easy for me to choose that way. Um, NBA Ooh, football team. Yeah, NBA. NBA is. Uh, I mean, it, it, I kind of go back. It depends. Like, um, who has scorned us the most that season? Mm. It's who I go against. <laughs> so, I mean, all the teams right now. I'm like, eh, whatever. Like, yeah, like I would hate for LA to win because fucking Dwight, you know, pulling uh, Seth uh, during that one game and stuff like that. But. Uh, and then obviously Danny Green being a fucking dick and like having like people like to like you know subscribe to his podcast just so he can be like oh I'm not going to you guys. <laughs> um, what else? Uh, MLB. Uh, my dad is actually a, a huge huge Dodgers fan because of Fernando Valenzuela in the '80s. So like I'll root for them if, the, if when the Rangers are out like they usually are nowadays. <laughs> um, that good call. Uh, yeah, you know when it comes to like uh, like soccer or whatever, just like. Whoever Brighton just lost against, so uh, fuck Man U. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, uh, anyway, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's my answer for that one. And uh, we have two more questions, and I'm saving the best one for last on this on this recording. Just real quick, real quick, basketball wise, I think I'm gonna bite the bullet and root for the Lakers because one, I'm a huge LeBron fan, and two, like it doesn't feel like it's. It feels like it's been a lot longer, but we've, we're only seven months away from the Kobe accident. I think it would point. be kind of cool. Uh, yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. yeah, that's a good, those are good rationalities why. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's amazing but, that two people can win a championship. And so Dragonfly Jones can keep being obnoxious and tweeting out that LeBron right. is better than MJ. Jesus, that's <laughs> such a good fucking bit. Okay. Anyway, uh, next question comes from Ryan. Ryan asks, bigger asterisk officiating or the bubble and i think this is i think oh. I, asked, I asked this when i was talking about the hockey yesterday so bigger asterisk so i guess in general like would officiating or the bubble be like a bigger asterisk i think i think if anything the bubble doesn't have an asterisk at all i think it's harder you know i think i, like, I think oh. i don't know i think like it's a it's a it's weird it deserves an asterisk because of just how hopefully uncommon it is like that's the only Hope, thing yeah hopefully like, yeah because officiating's always been a part of the game in any sport as much as it sucks and it sucks that like certain calls will shadow over the game more yeah. than some of the performances like I that's the thing that I will always argue when it comes to like rule enforcement in sports is like no one owns a referee's jersey no one remembers a last second foul call unless it was incorrect like that's that's the stuff that we just in sports in general hey strictly enforcing rules no one's excited about that we don't yeah. like that doesn't work and it's like and specifically with the stars game last night here's a call that was blown and that ultimately led to an overtime loss. And that's not like, at least give us the fair playing field of like, Hey, like if, who's to say that they didn't get like that Tampa Bay wasn't going to score in overtime anyways, but like, that's, we don't know that now. Um, but all things considered like COVID as far as like everybody being in the same vicinity, like everyone just not traveling, everybody like, being in more or less just like the same spot for like three months like that's worth noting that's like like hey this wasn't like a normal game like that's i think that's worth mentioning rather than like they only won because of the bubble is a really poor argument but i yeah. think it's something that should be noted because of just how fucking weird it is what do you think tim i think uh well here's my quick and 
straight to the point rationale. The bubble is an environment that's even for all sides. Both sides have to be under the same conditions. Officiating can lean one way or the other. Right. So officiating is the asterisk. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, so I, I have a, I have a text question. Someone texted me asking a question. Okay. Um, my friend Robin, who is a very big Stars fan, uh, I told her that we're doing a, a segment called Pucks and Porters today, and so she wanted to ask. Um, I would love y'all's rankings on the top five most attractive Dallas Stars players. Mike Badano, uh, <laughs> uh, Darian uh, Darian Hatcher. Uh, I only know people from the '90s. I could uh, Jamie Benz up there. I know he's, yeah, he's Tim. Tim, what's your what's your ranking of uh, Tyler, say Sagan. Tyler Sagan five times? Yeah, because <laughs> uh, like all the all the Finnish players, like Miro's probably our best player. He looks like he's still like 15 and kind of fighting puberty, which is yeah. awesome because like you kind of see it with Luca too. But yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, God, it's probably. Tyler's number one. He steals the show like far and away. I like the new Jamie Ben like beard and then really slick back hair look. Yeah. Um, Pavelski's a good looking dude when he doesn't have this massive beard going, but I know like some girls are really into that. Mm-hmm. I will say the most attractive player in the league, probably like like piercing eyes. God, I'm going to turn down the lights for this part of the podcast <laughs> just like piercing eyes and perfect hair and like probably the best wardrobe in the league is hendrick lundquist the goalie for the uh, new york rangers okay so that dude okay. that dude is like always to the nines um but yeah i think yeah just tyler sagan five times is the answer to this question <laughs> hail sagan uh, most of the kids and he's also like one of the few guys on the team that still has all his teeth Oh, that's so, true. That's that's, that's just like yeah. That really levels the play. <laughs> <laughs> so Tyler Sagan won, and then I know there's only 25 guys on the roster, but about 78 places down is Alexander Radulov. <laughs> All right, let's see. He looks like a badger. All right, last question comes from my sworn nemesis this morning at nine in the morning, um, Lane. Yes. Fucking Man U fan. (laughs) Anyway, Lane, it's fucking his his, his thing right now says Varchester United. I hate you, fucking. Okay, so Lane says, what role do you think dark matter plays in our universe, and why is it more abundant than regular matter? Well, because that's I have I I can't dark matter. Okay, dark matter. Dark. Yeah, dark dark matter. Uh, uh, I mean, I think it's <sighs> so. Dark matter is like the not. I don't know, bro. I'm trying to figure this out. Like, I'm trying to rationalize this shit, dude. I hate to ask another physics question, like cosmology. I don't know, bro. But <laughs> um, okay. So it's not antimatter. It's dark matter. So it's different. Okay. So like, all I can think of right now is the Frank Ocean song, uh, "Pink Matter." Or what? Matter. Yeah. Yeah, and that's <laughs> all, that, that. That that will be the only thing that I'll be able to contribute to this conversation is that Andre 3000's verse, and that's pretty dope. So okay. So it says dark, dark matter is a form of matter thought to account for approximately eighty-five percent of the matter in the universe. What the fuck? <laughs> I think it's because all of space is just like I think they consider most of space like where there's not like a physical property there like as dark matter. Is it the same thing as the dark side? No, it's not seeing the dark side, young okay. Skywalker. No, okay. Of the moon. Of the moon. Is is <laughs> this is this the dark side? Is this the dark matter of the moon? Dark matter, dude. I don't fucking know, guys. <laughs> My brain hurts. Okay, I need to get food. I'm fucking hungry. <laughs> Oh Jesus! Okay, well, sorry, Lane. I'm not answering this because I hate you for today. I don't know how the fuck y'all y'all got a a fucking penalty call after the fucking game was supposed to be over, but whatever. <laughs> well, congratulations, Lane. You have found a way of making each one of your hosts uh, completely silent uh, for the podcast and uh, and inept. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thank you for uh, showing the this uh, intense uh, times one thousand magnifying glass on how little we know. So on that note. <laughs> I even had a I had a Jay Z gift ready to roll for at Reddit Mavericks today if they would have pulled it off against Man U. Brighton Hove. Oh Jesus, yes. Oh well, too bad. 
maybe next week when we play y'all. But uh, <laughs> ah, not so fast. <laughs> All right, well, we're we're going to about as far away from basketball as we can by talking soccer. So we're probably going to end it on that note, folks. Yes, Thank you are. so much for listening. Uh, please follow us on our various socials. We're at the underscore MFFLs. You can find us on Twitter. You can find us on YouTube, on Twitch. All the things. Our website is www.mffls.com where we'll be posting articles. Thank you so much for listening to this. If you could like five-star review and subscribe that would mean the world to us uh you can always submit questions to at reddit mavericks that's the best place to do it that's where you will get it likely read on the pod and we will answer it despite our ineptitude uh for you can find tim at ultralight beam b-e-h-m you can find ruben at reddit mavericks and you can find me at don underscore denim Thank you so much for listening. This has been the Poops and Hefeweizens podcast. Later, guys. Take it easy, fellas. I got to head out to Frisco, so. All right. I thought you said, we're not going home. I'm going away from home. <laughs> that's, that's perfect. All, All right. right. Just r- real quick, uh, definitely no uh, coastal city has ever had a team blow a 3-1 lead in the final series. That's, like, never <laughs> happened. So it's just impossible. Go Stars. Ha, 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 ha.